mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome, welcome home, family. Home. It's your mom, mom and dad. We said it. We the saying. We're a big old family, if, baby. If you listen to the last episode, which if you didn't, what the hell's your problem? <laughs> but if you didn't listen to the last episode, we shamed him into doing that. Yeah. Thank you, Lee, for participating <laughs> in our chant together. He was the guy at church who was just like, I don't even want to be here. And we were like, bully. <laughs> oh, my Game Boy. Yeah, he's on his Game Boy. We're like, oh, that's a move in church to have your Game Boy in the back, kind of like underneath your sweatshirt. Dude, we've been playing a little bit as the new Zelda. Yes, we have. Oh. We were on. It was pretty delayed for a while. And we haven't been consistent with it. It's been like an hour here or there over the la- over the weeks. Yeah. So life that's has just been, a, been talking about it. But. A little too busy, but yeah. we've played a bit of it recently. And it's for th- fire flames. It's so good. It is a lot harder, though, I feel like. Than Significantly really. harder. I haven't got it yet. So. Significantly more difficult. Um Evan has gotten frustrated numerous times. I've gotten times. angry a couple times before. <laughs> I never got angry. I've been getting uh, angry, but I just had to learn the new way. Yeah. I had to learn the new way. It's a little different, um, but I'm excited about kind of my future in the game. And I'm not trying to rush it because, you know, I discovered the last one six months before the new one came out. And the last one had been out for five years. So the way I look at it is like, if I rush through this one, I'll have to wait another five years maybe until they come up with another one. That's not ideal. Yeah. You got to so, take your time. Got to take my time with it. I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, it's a good way to kind of escape my family <laughs> and my responsibilities. <laughs> I, you know, I am very lucky that you like watching me play. I mean, that is literally a dream because if you hated that I played it, that would be a struggle. We'd probably struggle. get into really, some arguments. I'm, well, I, what I would be doing is being very sneaky in our you know relationship. <laughs> I'd be like sneaking off in the bathroom playing it. I'd be like, you know what I mean? I'd be like in the corner playing it and be like, oh, just working on It'd something. It'd be like, babe, let's cuddle in bed later tonight. You'd be like, yeah, great. Sounds good. And all of a sudden, I just feel you roll over and you're yeah. just under the sheets playing. Croke <laughs> <laughs> seed. Anyway, happy it's, Friday, guys. Yeah, happy yeah. Friday. It's a hot summer day on Friday. Yes, it is. And you know what was so funny is right before, I guess it's not funny, but right before we started recording this, Lee and I were getting into a conversation while mm-hmm. you were on the phone mm-hmm. because a family member of uh-huh. yours um, injured themselves while skiing. And they're okay. They're okay. Mm-hmm. But it, they had an injury. Yes. And Lee and I both realized together but of course that we do not do the skiing snowboarding situation mm, well, this is water skiing fyi oh, oh i thought it was snow i know me skiing. too I, me too and then i called them and i was like wait it makes no sense that you're skiing unless you're like in peru or oh, something i guess that makes sense right it's the dead of summer <laughs> so then i was like oh my gosh it's says water skiing but same same right? i mean I'll, I'll do i'll do the water situation oh, okay what lee and i were talking about but for the that, sake of the conversation, let's say it yeah, was. Let's talk, okay. Because it's the same shit. Everyone gets injured doing that even more. So Okay, yeah. but the water thing I can do because in my opinion, I'm dropping, you know, inches into the water. And you're having beers and you're chilling and it's a boat experience and no, you're just no, no, okay, no. not that. It's dropping inches into the water. Got it, got it's it. Like, it's what you're falling it's on. It's all about safety for me, right? There is no part of me that is like, you know what sounds good? is putting on two long sticks (laughs) and rocketing down an icy mountain 
What? I, That's crazy. Yeah, Lee, you feel the same? Oh, yeah. I mean, the last time I tried to go snowboarding, my friend had to like tow me down the bunny slope. Like, was you were scared? Or? I just could not balance. You I just, was just like, you know, I just yeah. lock, legs lock up. Maybe it is like an anxiety thing, but I just, I can't do it. I'm you not, you can't do I'm it. Snow. What I found is that skiing is a much better first time thing than snowboarding unless you grew up on a board. I grew up snowboarding and skate, uh, sorry, skateboarding and surfing. So the board was a very natural yeah. transition for me when I started snowboarding. Anyone I know who's never snowboarded and tried snowboarding, they break something, including you. Well, see, that's the thing. So my whole purpose in this is why in the world would I put my life in danger rocketing down a snowy mountain okay also the ski lift is ultimate terrifying to me yes dangling so scary and then when you have to land and then you're looking down everything about it is so scary you're freezing cold i'm scared of avalanches i mean i'm everything is so terrifying to me and then i'm like i'll never do it i'll never do it i'll never do it and then uh when we were uh, it's still dating i actually went with your family and my mm-hmm, family mm-hmm. and i tried skiing for the first day and i'm like i can't do these two sticks like i yes. cannot manage on these two yes. sticks so second day i'm like let's try snowboarding within 30 minutes of me with an instructor i snap my wrist yes and i'm like see this is exactly why mm-hmm. i said no 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 i will stay in the chalet and drink a hot toddy a hot cocoa you guys all can put your life at risk yeah why would i do this on my vacation because you know what happened i came back with a broken wrist that they had to re-break again because of the way that it was broken and that was during prom and so i had a massive cast the end of my high school era and i'm like this is why i don't do this i We'll never get it. I am not the type. Lee, we see each other in this way to put my life at risk on a vacation. I don't understand. I understand all you people out there who are athletic and agile and love that adrenaline rush. I don't get it. Okay. I don't have that in my bones. Yes. So I refuse to pay money to potentially injure myself. Um, okay. We have to take a quick pause. Quick pause. Um, obviously, one of the most important parts of life is growth and always keeping on learning. And you all know one of our most favorite ways to do that is with Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. It's truly incredible. Annual memberships start at $10 a month and you get unlimited access to every instructor, thousands of online lessons, exclusive content, insights, and much more. There are over 180 classes to pick from, everything from relationship intelligence with Esther Perel to style for everyone with Tan France with new classes added each month. I've taken a lot of classes with Masterclass. They've all been incredible. I am currently taking a loving dog training class with expert trainer Brandon McMillan, and it's been so helpful. Uh, Find practical takeaways that you can apply to your life and work, whether you want to become a better chef, advance your career, land a book deal, or anything else. Masterclass has you covered. Gain new skills in as little as 10 minutes, either on your phone, computer, tablet, smart TV, and even audio mode to listen on the go. How much would it cost to take one-on-one classes from the world's best? Well, with a Masterclass annual membership, it'll only cost you 10 bucks a month. Get unlimited access to every class. And right now, as a Your Mom and Dad listener, you can get 15% off when you go to masterclass.com slash mom and dad. That's masterclass.com slash mom and dad for 15% off an annual membership. Masterclass.com slash mom and dad. 
Mm. Um, speaking of some of the puppy dog training <laughs> that I've been needing help with, yes. it took me a while to get ready this morning because um, anyone who puts on makeup knows that there's essentially two ways that one puts on makeup. You either stand and look into a mirror, that's the type of person you are, or you sit on the ground and put your makeup on in front of a mirror on the ground. I've always been an on-the-ground person. I have my makeup on the ground. I have my mirror on the ground. I like to sit, unless you're extremely fancy and you have some sort of vanity. Some sort some of setup glamorous, where there's like I, my makeup room. Yeah, some actor vanity business. Yes. But I always sit on the ground. Well, because of this, the past few days... Every time I'm attempting to put my makeup on, I reach down to grab one of my brushes, foundations, whatever, and everything is always missing. And I'm like, what the? And I'm searching around the house the first time. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, is it the ghost? Do we have activity? The ghost is getting glam upstairs in the attic. Our dog, Arthur has been has made a new habit of slowly slinking into the bathroom and grabbing just with the tip of his teeth one of my makeup items and running away and has been storing them under the couch. Yes. <laughs> Her full makeup bag is under the couch. And he won't stop doing it. And it's the only thing he's doing it with is my makeup. He's yes. obsessed he, with my maybe sponges. It's the smell or something. Too? I don't know. He's obsessed with my makeup sponges and my brushes specifically. And he just he goes in and now I've caught him where I just see him lean and he takes the tip of his teeth and he just runs out. I'm like Arthur. It's <laughs> very mission impossible on. because he sends in Ashley, the other dog, as a decoy. Yes. So she'll oh. run in and like jump on you and like pet you and like, you know, scratch at you to it's like get pet. And then he'll just walk in and go, and he's really fast with it too. He'll run and grab it, walk out. Silent. And he doesn't even, he even does it like <laughs> he's a thief <laughs> because he'll, he'll walk in and back out. So he doesn't like walk in and then run out. He walks in and backs out real quick. So quick. It is actually the full Tom Cruise yeah, when he just when gets he dropped from the ceiling. It's dead silence. He's just getting my sponge. Just He just loves it. And it's ta- been taking me forever to get ready because the door has been having issues closing. So he's able to get in anytime when I'm trying to do my makeup and it's taking me forever because the second I look down to get something, it's gone because yes. Arthur has taken it. And it's so cute though. So I'm like, this is taking me two and a half hours to get ready, yes. but there's nothing more adorable than truly a puppy thief. A puppy spy yes. Yes. is the cutest thing I've it's ever seen. It's very cute. <laughs> um, side note, does anyone else out there, does anyone else's doors in their house never close properly or close weird? Is it just us? Every single one of our doors yeah. in our house closes wrong or I like think. weird. Like one is like hard to close. One closes, but then opens up. One is like closes super easily. So then it slams. Like we don't have a single door in our house that just goes click. No. Click a one is like it closes nice. But then the other side of the handle, you have to like crank it to open it. Like I, well, now that I'm thinking. We don't have a single door in our house that closes nicely. I think it's because when you have an old house and then things have been remodeled by other owners mm. over the years that like they put in a door that like doesn't fit the exact frame because we have like small doorways because our house is goes, old. Click, click. <laughs> Every door is like, or, or, or click, 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 click and won't close all the way down. I'm just like, gosh. <laughs> Like 
this one of you, my how's your doors at your house are they all uh, closed nicely they all closed I mean it's a renovation but the house I grew up in was like an old older house and all the floors were all buckly and wavy yeah. so like same thing same thing same nothing thing. better than a nice door that just closes it's wow, like you simple are pleasures so old I'm such a dad <laughs> you're like god what I would do to have a door that closes yeah like I saw I walked by this just, guy the other day and he was on his hands and knees clipping his grass with with handheld scissors it was wild wow. and in the past I would have been like what a weirdo and then I, this one I was like wow congrats dude you've really done it <laughs> your lawn looks amazing he was literally like on his parallel to the ground like <laughs> with like with like hair trimming scissors. It was insane. His I lawn bet. looked incredible though. Um, but no, that actually is a tragedy in our house because, but of course, the room has one of those doors, so I can never fully close the room. Right. So my shame is exposed on a regular basis because you can see through the sliver yes. where you're like, is that a mountain in there? You're like or I didn't know there's a mountain range clothing. in their house. <laughs> <sighs> insane anywho enough of the chit chat yes. enough of the chit chat we are here today to discuss your hilarious and your embarrassing dating mm-hmm. stories because we were inspired we have but of course our weekly um family dinner with yes. aunt katie and the three of us just started talking about like in the past some of the embarrassing dating stories we'd had or the awkward ones or the hilarious ones or whatever and she had some great ones i have to share one of hers yes. but we were like i want to hear from the family mm-hmm. about what some of their stories are so you all sent in a whole lot yes of embarrassing or hilarious or awkward dating stories and so we're going to kind of have almost like a call home type-esque episode hearing from the family Mm -hmm. and discussing some of your stories I love it. We have so many too. Like we'll have to get to them over the weeks too, because it's like, well, we'll only be able to get to someone here. But like, there were so many good ones sent, and I can't wait to listen to all of them. I am obsessed with hearing people's funny dating stories. Well, it's just the most vulnerable, nervous place to be. <laughs> a date true. is such a strange like experience. So everyone's on edge, and things can go wrong. And you know, especially if you're like, you know, meeting people for the first time that you don't know, it's like you don't know what kind of person you're going to be encountering. I know. I know. And I people know. are capable of some wacky ass shit <laughs> well, I, it's like most of my embarrassing or awkward dating stories what's weird about it too is for myself it was typically people who i had known for a little while mm-hmm. like it's people who i'm friends with i'm interacting with and then all of a sudden i get them in a date scenario and i'm like this is not it for me everyone mm-hmm. like this is not the vibe so that's also a weird yeah. time too when you meet when you get that transition from like oh we're like casual friends to let's try a date and i was like i don't know how i feel about date you well you can't go backwards either so you I can't be friend, tough. go on a date, not have it go well, and then go back to being friends. Realistic. I'm sure people can, but like in general, that's kind of like once that move goes and let's say that embarrassing moment happened and you're not into each other and it's like now there's a weird vibe to go like, let's get lunch tomorrow with all our friends. Now you're going to look at each <laughs> other like, <laughs> and now it's kind of done. So it's, it's a big jump. See, that was always a frustrating thing for me though, too, because I am wired in the way if I'm in love with you and we're like in a relationship sure. then we break up then i'm like no this sure. is too painful for me but if, if it's just a date i'm a little bit of the mindset where i can just look at somebody and kind of laugh and go let's just pretend that didn't happen oh. and go back to it but i feel like 
Most people aren't. The people that I've interacted with are like, I guess we're done for forever. Yeah. Well, it's got to be a perfect break. It's got to be both people both feel. But a lot of times what happens is one person is still liking the other person and the other person's like, no. Or like that was a fantastic date and you're like, pardon me? You're like, how did you think that? Exactly. So one of Aunt Katie's dating stories, which made me laugh so hard when she was telling us, is that when she was in college, there was a guy who kind of went to an extravagant length to ask her out, like left a big stuffed animal. It was very like prom, you know, yeah. here's a big stuffed animal and a sign on your bed um, in your dorm room. And it was like, oh my gosh. And she had said he was super cute and I didn't really know him, but I was like, okay, sure. That, that sounds great. Um, so they're in college. So, you know, a lot of us college students did not have either didn't have a car or couldn't bring a car on campus or anything like that. Right. So he didn't have a car. His friend did have a car, but he didn't borrow his friend's car. He asked his friend. So she walks out of her dorm room and his friend is in a full suit. She said, dressed like secret service with like a pretend earpiece in and is like, welcome to your date. And he is driving them in his car. Yes. And the guy who asked her out is in like full suit. She's like in more of a casual outfit. So he's in a full suit. The guy is in a full, the friend is in a full secret service fake earpiece situation. And we were talking. She's like, if it would have been done in a kind of funny way, I would have found it to be hilarious. Like, isn't this funny, my friend? She's like, they were dead serious. Like, there was no private driver. (laughs) She's like, you do know that I recognize your friend, correct? Like, and I he didn't know. address like the fact that that's the friend and like no, he's just like this is my driver like he was a Rockefeller or yeah. something like that it's not my style like it would make me feel a little bit uncomfortable but for I think some people would be so cute if you were joking around if about you were it. joking that's hilarious but she's like I'm starting to sweat because this clearly is not a joke scenario he's taking it very seriously so they <laughs> get they get to the restaurant and Again, for a college student, very nice restaurant. So she's like, wow, I I really appreciate him doing this. This is very nice. But they're in the middle of dinner. And she's like, the conversation is not flowing. He's too serious of a guy for her. She's Aunt Katie. She's so jokey and playful. And at one point, he asks her if she's into Disneyland and Disney things. And Katie totally is. So she's like, yeah, absolutely. And she said, this man, without like a beat, in the middle of the restaurant, looks her dead in the eye and starts singing from Aladdin, I can show you the world. She said at full volume in a nice restaurant. Again, not joking. Dude. Not joking. Just like, I can show you the world. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm always curious about those type of moves. Like, like what? I don't know anyone like this. And so I want to meet these people because I'm like, where does this, where does he think that she is going to just be like, unbelievable. You are, um, you are just the hottest thing I've ever I seen. I suppose, you know, for everyone's yuck, it's someone is a yum, right? So I guess Whoa, maybe for some. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. For, like, anyone's, for everyone's yuck, there's a yum out there. I love that. You know, it's... Yeah, there could be someone who's like... And they start, yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're like, yes, yes. 
they could rule the, the cringe kingdom together. And you know, I love some cringe, but that would have happened to me. I'm going into a full, full we know cold you hate sweat. A, a serenade. But <laughs> I think that she was like, "Do you want me to start singing with you?" And she's very generous in her flexibility of like, oh, you're extending yourself. But she's like, it was so serious. But maybe it's worked for this guy in the past where you had someone who was like, wow, this guy is willing to, in the middle of a restaurant, just be vulnerable and sing his heart out to me. I don't think that's vulnerability. (laughs) It's like a lack of awareness. Yeah, that's just like... That's just like the people on American Idol who come on and just embarrass them themselves and everyone's like, how's this person think they're going to yeah, be the next singer? That could be somebody's yum. That's, That's true. The thing. Someone might have loved it. Wow. But it wasn't for Katie. So then... And Disney, too, is a wild choice. So it's not even like you're singing like a famous... So you're just like singing Disney. But he's a Disney a fan and he asked her if she was a Disney fan. So they did have that in common. I think she wasn't expecting him to break into song. I think she was likely expecting him to be like, What's your favorite maybe... Movie? <laughs> 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 Let's start with that. Let's start with like, oh, you're a big fan of Disneyland? you ever been? Yeah, what's your favorite movie? Instead he's just like, ah, oh, you can show me the world. And he's probably not an amazing singer. It's probably a little weird, right? Because if you're an amazing singer, you probably realize that's not a good choice. (laughs) Well, it got worse because she then ends up, she then ends up kind of trying to wrap the date up and he's thinking it's going amazing and she is not vibing. And then he tells her that he wants to sing a song that he wrote about her. And she's like, maybe not here. I'd love to just hear it another time. Send me the download. (laughs) Send me your demo. (laughs) What about that? Just, you know, just slip the CD under my dorm room door. And he then ends up taking her home. And the next day shows up at the like sorority house or dorm room and is asking for her. And he has his guitar and he is preparing to sing to her the song he wrote about her. And Katie's also a little bit like, you don't know me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've already written a song just by looking at me. And now I don't even know how I feel about that. And so she's like, I'm telling like everybody, (laughs) everybody in, in my area, like do not let him in. Tell him I'm sick. (laughs) And she's like, I was hiding in my room. Okay. I'm going to do a quick PSA about singing. Talk about this a lot in the past. Use special talents as surprises in life for people oh you've been dating for five months you're at a party there's a piano there you play piano you they never knew the you play some it's a nice little surprise yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh i had no idea yeah you know that's cool but don't ever use it as your that's what's gonna make this thing work I think that's the thing. No matter what the skill is, let's say you're a gymnast and you can do incredible backflips and shit. It's like, cool. We saw it on the show. Don't do it. <laughs> it didn't work. As the <laughs> thing that's going to get you in with them. Yeah. Do it as like a surprise. Oh, I surf, but I never told you that. We went to the beach one day. We're just laying out. All of a sudden I brought my board. I go surfing. You're like, whoa, they're amazing. Yeah. That's a cool thing. But don't take them on their first date and then go down to the beach and then start surfing and so that they can watch you surf <laughs> here, on the first you date. You sit here. <laughs> it's like, it's not even about the singing. It's about the like self-awareness to realize that like that, it's weird to think that your talent, unless you're like a world champion, is the thing that's going to be like, I don't like your personality, but 
God, you're good at, yes. you know, volleyball. We should definitely <laughs> be together. It's just like a weird thing to me. Like people think that is what people care about and they clearly don't. I have always had a fantasy of just being like an incredible guitar player and nobody right. knowing. And then all That's of a sudden just randomly just busting out at a party and everyone's like, whoa, she shreds. So worth yeah. it. What a rock god. We all, everyone has that fantasy. <laughs> yeah. But then there's always like the guitar guy who's like, yeah, as we, soon as he you know, we, comes we in with that. a guitar. And, and you're like, like, oh yeah. no, he always has his done. guitar and then strapped when they on ask his back. You to do it, never do it again and that's the old be be cool you know mysterious mysterious so wow that's brutal yeah so that was one of hers and she had told me that they ended up then you know becoming friends married. later no, yeah, but- <laughs> <It's> a surprise <laughs> but then they became cool and they were friends so they made it work okay. afterwards but they weren't like besties but it was yeah. okay enough that she one day was able to tell him like yeah it's just not right for me and then i think he kind of realized like yeah that was a lot and i yes. probably i probably shouldn't have taken it that extreme <laughs> or <laughs> yeah or maybe he kept doing it and then like found someone like maybe he never stopped you know serenading and uh fake limoing and his like buddy's camry that's his forever move is he's got his buddy's camry and his his buddy is in secret service people always say never give up on your dreams like maybe we're just haters that's the thing about it i don't know maybe it's a fine line between like hey you need to give up on this versus like never give up (laughs) because for every story there's always one that's like then that guy made it that's true oh he did you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper got his girl by singing to her. I should do that. You know, there's always some story that like they'll latch on to. Um, do you, I'm sure you have some weird date situations during your college days. I mean, you know that I have a slew. I've shared numerous of them throughout the years on Chatty Broad. So I was trying to think. I was like, I know that I've shared one on Chatty Broads where um, I was in college and Evan and I had just broken up and this one guy who was a friend of mine kept asking me out on a date and I was like it's not for me like he's very much just a friend and I always thought that that was the case and he just wasn't listening to me when I was saying like "Uh, I don't think so and like dodging his pursuits and then one day he just showed up at my dorm room door and he was like I have a picnic for us outside. And then I wish I would have been me now and been like, no, thank you. I have said no before, but I was like, okay. And it was in the dead center of like the quad. So everyone's watching us and he has a full spread, like a cheese board, everything. And everyone's like, like, oh, how romantic. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not interested. And it was very much over the top. And at the very end of the date, he had brought a tripod with a nice camera and sparklers so that he set up the timer and he's like, let's write our names in the sky together. And so everyone is watching me and I'm the most oh. embarrassed. Oh my gosh, so brutal. Oh. It's like he was claiming you for sure. It very much felt that way. He was claiming way. you. He was I'm going to put use this on display so that any other guy out there like knows that she's with me. And you're writing single. <laughs> still single (laughs) and he's like wait i was also so newly single too that i was like please do not like metaphorically piss on me in front of everybody i'm not interested and now the entire college campus thinks that you and i are practically engaged because that's what this looks like and on top of everything it was the way that the quad was set up is we had dorm rooms like around it and across from my room and where we were sitting lived my my crush Right. And good. I knew he, he probably he knew that. And he, I think you're probably right. He knew and it. He <sighs> knew. And this this guy who was my crush saw what was going on. 
And I remember watching him watch from his balcony, and I'm like, no, oh, no, 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 just kind of blew my mind now looking back on it as like a proper adult because I was in college at the time. And I remember feeling like this feels presumptuous yeah, and kind of like a trick. Uh, and I haven't shared it before, but I'll share it in a second. We do have to take a quick pause. Cliffhanger. Oh my God. A cliffhanger. Um, Family, it is hot out and there is nothing better than going into the backyard for dinner for a home-cooked meal. But if you are like me, you struggle with the cooking part of the home-cooked meal. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what to make. I didn't know how to shop. But then HelloFresh came around and saved me and it makes me feel like a professional chef. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable that's why it's america's number one meal kit they take care of the meal planning and deliver the ingredients so everything you need to whip up a delicious meal arrives right to your door and HelloFresh keeps it fresh by giving you all the options they offer 40 recipes to choose from every single week so you'll never get bored and always find something new to try and love and pre-portioned ingredients help cut down on food waste while step-by-step instructions make cooking a breeze not a chore by the way did you know HelloFresh offers more than just delicious dinners it's now easier than ever to Skip the extra grocery store run by adding snacks, sides, and more to your weekly order. Simply shop HelloFresh Market and take your pick from a curated selection of over 100 items. And I have to tell you all, this summer, I am obsessed with their crowd-pleasing eats when we have people over. It makes it so simple. I'm talking about their backyard bratwurst bar to their tangy key lime pie. HelloFresh Market makes summer entertaining a cinch. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MomDad50 and use code MomDad50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MomDad50 and and use code MomDad50 for 50% off plus free shipping. So if you are a person who chooses to shave, I have got the razor for you. In fact, I've got the razor kit for you. It's the razor kit from Athena Club. I am talking about a razor kit that is only $10 and comes with two blade heads, a magnetic hook for shower storage, and your choice of handle color. And this razor is the best razor. It is designed with built-in skin guards to help prevent razor burn while being gentle on curves. Plus, the razor blade is surrounded by a water-activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid, which is the holy grail for skincare. For the last year, this is the only razor I ever use because unlike some of my old razors that left my legs dry and they got just really dull really quickly, the sharp blades on Athena Club's razors are really gentle on my skin and they also leave me feeling really moisturized and super smooth. I love them. And with Athena Club, you never have to think about blade refills because you choose how often you want your replacement blades shipped to you and you can now find them in Target stores nationwide. So it's easy to swing by one of the many, many Target stores when uh, whenever you need more blades and oh, Athena Club also has a uh, amazing shave foam that will leave your skin soft hydrated and smooth i cannot get enough of their shave foam it is incredible honestly all of their products are amazing if you're someone who chooses to shave switch to the better razor and show your skin you care 
with Athena Club. Get started today by shopping in-store at Target stores nationwide. Just head to the shaving aisle to find the razor kit, cloud shave foam, wax strips, and razor refills. Okay, so let me tell my tale. Tell your tale. The one that I have never told on this podcast before. So again, I was in college. Um, At this point, I'd been single for a second gone on a few dates, was kind of back in the swing of things, right? There was this one guy at my school, and I had a lot of classes with him, and I found him to be funny because he was kind of a character to me. He was always kind of the grumpy guy, and I think that that's funny. I liked to kind of poke at him verbally Mm -hmm. sometimes, and I thought we would have funny banter back and forth, but definitely not of romantic interest to me. It was not someone that I yeah. was interested in. Apparently, the only people who ever like me, aside from you, are people that I am not interested in throughout <laughs> my time when I've been single. Um, so this guy started to tell me that he wanted to take me out on a date. Every time we'd be in class together, it was kind of like the other guy where it was just like, can you just take a take a hint here? Yeah. And um, again, if I'd be who I was now, I would have just been like, Please respect what I'm saying. I'm not interested. But eventually he just kept asking and I did like hanging out with him enough that Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe, I don't know. And then he tells me this. He says, I promise to you the date that I will take you on is going to be the most amazing romantic date. You've never had a date like this in your life. Gosh, that's a lot. And I'm like, (laughs) dude is really hyping this up. Also, like, you're really selling. Like, if you don't, if you're having to try this hard before you even first date, like, I think the signs are there, you know? I'm like, well, but I'm also thinking, I don't know, maybe he's going to just sweep me off my feet and blow me out of the water. Again, not in a way that I was ever interested, but I'm like, you know what? Why not? After he said that, I was like, sure. You know what I'm ready for? The most incredible date of my life and a date that I will have, like, None other. Okay, sure. I finally say yes. Now, again, we're in college. None of us have, like, you know, we don't have money. Yeah. So I'm not sitting here expecting that this man is going to do something extravagant for me monetarily or anything like that. Um, I'm thinking when you tell me it's going to be the most romantic, incredible date of my life, I'm imagining I'll show up to his apartment and he'll have candles lit everywhere and it's going to be this whole thing. And then I might feel a little bit like, well, this is a little too romantic for me. I show up to his place and he's like, we're going to drive somewhere. Hop in his car. About 25 minutes into the drive, I'm assuming we were maybe going somewhere somewhat close by. 25 minutes in, I go... So uh, are we getting close? Like, like we're, 25 we're, minutes is not. It's. I mean, that's that's a decent drive. Again, especially if I'm not best friends with this guy. Right, right. So, you know, conversation. I'm still I'm trying here. 25 minutes in. I'm like, are we are we close by? He's like, it's going to be a little bit of a drive. And I'm like, what do you mean? How much is a little bit? He's like about another two hours. No. What? Two and a half hours oh my god two and a half dude hours i wouldn't drive two and a half hours (laughs) for most epic things yeah so i'm now like if you told me aliens had touched down (laughs) two and a half hours away i'd be like "Uh, what kind like how crazy are the aliens 
<laughs> I'd be like, that's far. Or are they going to take us to their planet and does their Is planet just have more affordable housing? Yeah, like, can I get them? <laughs> are we talking to them? No, just, just looking. I don't know. I'll look. I'll just send me videos. Two and a half hours. So I'm like, oh, God, no. And this is then where I'm like the level of presumptuousness Mm -hmm. to say I'm going to take you out on a date and not tell the person that you'll be in the car with me, by the way, for five hours all together. You never think about coming back, but coming back is when it really pain. The real pain is there. That's the most inappropriate, presumptuous thing to do. So then I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, where are we going? And he won't tell me. So then I'm like, okay, at the time we were in Riverside and I'm like, two and a half hours. I'm like, are we going to Vegas? Like, is he going to drive me to Vegas? And maybe he'll be like, I brought us this lucky $10 bill and we're going to do the slots and then like walk around the strip. And I'm like, that would be actually very exciting and a wild date to be like, yeah, we drove to Vegas, you know, spent $10 on slots and, you know, had this fun time. I didn't want to go to Vegas with him, but at least, but I'm like, okay, you're saying it's the most incredible date ever. We finally get to the destination and I am not trying again to shame this man in the sense that, uh, we were both in college and, you know, we're not going to fancy restaurants, but I drove two and a half hours to a city that was empty. I don't yeah. even know what city we were in to a strip mall sushi restaurant. Yeah. I'm like, is this like a sushi park situation where it's like so known for its World sushi? Famous. Two and a half hours? Like that's f- abs- five hours of driving? That's crazy. And by the time we get there now, it's like nine o'clock. So it's yeah. like, it's late and the, the restaurant is open for one more hour. So we go in. Um, it wasn't a great sushi restaurant. So it wasn't like, Strip oh, this mall food. basic. And while I was eating it, I had this feeling like, Something feels like I might get sick from this. Like mm-hmm. it might not be great. Um, and we have kind of an, a weird, awkward conversation for an hour while we eat before the restaurant closes. We leave and I'm like, okay, so we're driving home now, right? We're going to be done. He's like, no, we have one more spot, like one more stop. And we drive a block away and we pull up to a cigar shop. Is this a speakeasy? Like, what is this? <laughs> and it's this tiny cigar shop. And I'm like, I don't smoke cigars, first right. of all. The smell of a cigar makes me sick. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm good. We don't need to. I'm yeah, like, like I don't, I don't smoke cigars. And he's like, well, I do. And so we go into the cigar shop. And there's like a two seats there that you can sure. sit in. And he gets himself a cigar. And I'm like, I'm good. He's like, no, I got this special one. And so I'm like, fine, fine. I take one puff. The combination of the food and the cigar, I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom. I am puking violently in the bathroom. Okay. And I am stuck now two and a half hours away. Yeah, you can't even escape. <laughs> can't call like, a friend. Like, can you go and grab me? I don't like him. And so I'm in the bathroom for a while. I come back out. I'm like, we need to leave. Like, I don't feel good. He's like, I'm not even finished with my cigar yet. I'm like, we need to go. So he gets me back in his car. I got the window rolled down. I'm leaning out, just feeling the air, just like the cold sweats, the long drive. I fall asleep. So the drive back wasn't as bad because I didn't have to talk, but I was feeling violently ill. We pull back up to the, to our school and to the apartments. And he says, wasn't that the most incredible date you've ever been on in your life? And I'm just like, it was nice. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I got to go. He leans in for the kiss. Oh, God. Oh, no. And I'm like, and <laughs> I like, pull back and I go. Ready for the best kiss of your life. <laughs> you're like, this guy. And, and I go, absolutely not. He's like, it's the cigar, isn't it? He gets mad. 
And when I tell you, he never spoke to me again and would when he would see me on campus, not even look away, he would like glare and follow me and like shake his head at me. And then he had told someone, a, a friend of a friend, that he's like, I took her on the best date of her life and this is how she repays me. <laughs> I feel like whatever like shred of faith in humanity I had before I stepped in here is now <laughs> like completely <laughs> It's going to get worse, dude. It's going to get worse. Don't you wait. Wait till we hear from the family. It's going to get a lot worse in here. Like it's whatever you feel now is just going to keep compounding. Yeah, this guy, you know. It's beyond cringe. Dude. Yeah, it's for something. me, it's it's just there's so many layers to this and I'm sure my, my feelings will be more exaggerated as we continue on in this journey, but I'm just going like, it's offensive to me. I think that's the issue is I'm offended yes. by <laughs> that. Like, it's not even like a, that was a bad date. That's neither here nor there. I'm offended, not allowing me to escape if I need, not so, allowing it to be a, a consensual time. Yes. You didn't ask my permission to hijack my entire night and day. Yes, I was gone for seven and a half hours. You were captured. You I were was captured. fully captured you by were this absolutely person. Absolutely captured. And and again, if if that date would have been down the street, right? It would I would have been like I would have been like not great. I, I would have been like you told me it was going to be the most romantic, incredible date of my life, and so that was like a big thing to say. But you know, add five hours of driving, date from hell. It was, and then I'm puking my brains out. And then he's annoyed that he yeah. can't finish his cigar. And you're being all nice. I would have immediately, within 30 minutes, been like, how long is it going to take? And then she and then she goes, oh, another two hours. I'd be like, I'm so sorry, but I have to get back by eight. Well, yeah, I would have made saying. up some I, lie. I wish I could go back and do that date tonight. Right. I would have been like, oh my okay. gosh, mom, are you okay? Dri- no way. Oh my <laughs> driving gosh. Driving with you back. to the middle of the city that I don't know, Jeez. two and a half hours away. It was, it was wild. And the fact that he was just so mad about it. So mad about the arrogance. it. This is maybe one of the most arrogant people. I've ever met in my life or I've ever heard about. He, yeah, he was insane. He was, he was. <laughs> I'm dying to know like what this dude's up to now. Like, oh well, he owns a sushi bar and a, like a cigar <laughs> shop. She <laughs> got the sushi you, cigar you, bar. Yeah, you, you, yeah, exactly. Cigars, sushi, cigar. Cigar. Okay, should we get into some yes. of our family's embarrassing and yes, hilarious please. dating stories? Here's the first one. Let's hit it. Hi, mom and dad. I've been waiting for a time to call in and I think it is finally my time to shine. (laughs) So back when I was on the apps, I matched with a guy that I had seen around at the climbing gym that I used to go to. And I always thought he was cute. So we set up a date. When I proposed a day during that week to meet up, he said he was down, but he needed to stay around his area because he had something to pick up beforehand. Whatever. I didn't ask questions. It wasn't too far, maybe like 10 minutes out of the way. So I said, sure, we could meet at the bar that he suggested. When I got there, I texted him that I was there, to which he replied, okay, great. I'm out front. So I started walking towards the door and I saw that there was someone selling something from a table they had set up on the sidewalk. And I saw that my date was in the middle of a transaction with said person at the table, which I guess in a city like Chicago is not that weird. But as I got closer, I could see that he was buying a dozen eggs 
like <laughs> in an open top carton. Very weird, but I guess you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> to get your an fresh egg. eggs. Anyway, he saw me walking up. He said hi. We hugged, and then he handed me a dozen eggs that he had bought what? for me. He told me they were the best eggs you could get in the Chicagoland area and <laughs> that this unnamed egg man was here every Thursday and to keep an eye out. And to be quite frank, <laughs> I had no idea how to react. I'm pretty sure I just stared like mouth agape. He then immediately suggested we go into the bar with street eggs and he made no more mention of the eggs for the entire date but needless to say the eggs were all i could think about i left the date absolutely stunned and with 12 more eggs than i had when i arrived hands down the weirdest date i've ever been on <laughs> the fact <sighs> That the eggs then were never brought up is <laughs> my yeah, favorite part. Yeah. That it was and like, they're sitting I, next to you on the table. Like, so while you're eating, they're just yeah. sitting there reminding you of how weird that was. Can you imagine our dear listener? I just, I just picture them just like every once in a while, like they're in between a sip of a margarita and just like making eye contact with these street eggs. See, I was hoping that he was going to be like, and then after he gave me the eggs, he said, let's go back to your place and make eggs. But that then would have been, <laughs> <laughs> been, like, been odd, but it would have been like, well, I guess I understand what this whole right. gift is about. It's like part of the date. Is it? It's like an he's egg. Like, he's like, yeah, can we make some? Can we make a make foods? Oh no! If he's like, can we do an omelet at the restaurant? And then he's like, can you use these eggs? By the way, that would have been very like, oh wow! Well, you're he's, an egg like, guy. he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like big egg. <laughs> And he's like very much, you know, kind of top chef energy where yeah. he's like, I'll only oh, eat these right. eggs. And you're like, like wow. hot chef vibe. Yeah, yeah okay. very fancy. But the fact that he presented it as a gift and then never addressed the eggs ever again is so strange. I find the most interesting thing about all this is not the eggs. The interesting thing is that he had this preloaded as an idea. So it wasn't like, hey, I need to stay in this part of the side of the town because I always get my eggs on this day and yeah. I, need, I need to grab my eggs. Weird, but also like a, hey, it's almost like saying I need to pick up my laundry or yeah, my dry cleaning. That would cleaning. feel like a weird kind it's, of selfish yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, But then no, to be like, no, 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 this isn't, I thought, my immediate thought was, I'm good. This is going to be like a fun, cool thing I do on dates is that I, I have eggs ready because because his, his response to the date was, yes, but I can't. I got to stay on the side of town like I'm so mysterious. And then I just present you with special eggs. And that was all a part of the plan. So what I find so bizarre is that the eggs were from the moment right away. He was like, I'm going to gift you eggs. And that's going to be a cool thing. <laughs> I need to know if this is like his move. I need to. That's like, what I'm saying. It, it's, it clearly is his but move. But I need to like like find out like people that he's dated and confirm that like, oh, he's the egg guy. Yeah, because he's probably Big like, egg. He probably only goes on <laughs> dates on Thursdays when the egg guy's there because that's his egg move. He's like, oh, you mean Big Egg Smith? He's like, yeah, he's like, I've given out thousands of eggs. <laughs> he's not in the Chicago area. The egg man. Wow, so weird, man. People are very weird. Can you imagine if, if he would have been like, when they were separating and saying goodbye, if all of a sudden he would have been like looking at that cart and be like, so you mind if I take 
maybe six of the dozen and just been like, I really need some of <laughs> I these thought eggs. We split the eggs. Yeah, like like uh, like truth be told, I did give these to you as a gift, but also like I was needing a few of them myself. So like, could we maybe do go halvesies on the carton? Yeah, <laughs> eggs are never good. Like eggs represent nothing but strange. If you would have been like, oh, I got to meet you on the side of the town, and then he show up and that's a flower guys there. Then he oh, hands well, you flowers, sure. interesting jewelry. Oh no, but street even like, made art. Something but even a like, food where it's like, oh, it's a special a type pastry. of like pastry, pastry, oh, yeah, chocolate, like a, like a food truck. It's like this guy yes. makes the best tacos. Exactly. Let's grab a couple of these and go to the but bar. But he thought I'm going to take that same strategy and make it about the eggs. Or even if it was like rosemary, like an herb or like a truffle, sure. like. But it's like it you know this guy, feel... and you're like, he's just like eggs are one of those weird things that you really want to get from like a trusted source, and I don't even know why. But getting eggs from a non like you don't know where the eggs are coming from, <laughs> it is a weird thing to get yes. mm-hmm. let alone <laughs> gift on a date as like a special gift of like what a nice guy what a generous person he's probably a very generous lover that's probably what he was thinking is like wait till she sees how generous i am with eggs that'll give her an idea of what i'm bringing to the table <laughs> to think that was gonna be like a added we Bonus. gotta, we gotta we gotta contact some of the uh the past dates we gotta figure out if he's Big Egg Smith yeah. in the Chicago area. <laughs> yeah. The only way that I'm cool with it is if he became like the egg guy. Yeah. And now he's like the supplier and he like has been working for years toward eggs. Oh, yeah, well, very passion. strange. I'm sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> I want to know if the eggs were good, though. That's like, true. Yeah. But then Please at the same time, I, I don't know that's, if I would. That's you know, like, do you try the eggs after? It's a little weird Let at that us point. know of the quality of the eggs. Did you end up kind of like forgetting to buy eggs one day? And you're like, oh, I might as well crack these bad boys open. Yeah. And were they just absolutely superb? And then you're like, never mind. And then, you're, he yeah, was you're, right. then you call him back and you're like, I was mistaken. <laughs> the eggs were that good. Please take me back. Also, last part comment can someone explain to me like good eggs versus bad eggs like i no matter what eggs i buy they're just eggs is, is there good eggs I'm i don't sure there oh, are you good, can get good eggs with like a super like creamy like when they're orange like an orange yolk oh okay it's like when you get like farmer's market eggs yeah like, they hit different they right? hit different yeah, okay swear, thanks for the swear, education yeah. i didn't know i've never been like i don't eat enough eggs to know the difference <laughs> It's a little bit to me just like, I don't know what's good eggs versus bad eggs, but this guy's an egg guy, apparently. So, okay. Egg guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start. On to the next. On to the next. <laughs> Hi, mom and dad. So, I was on a date with a guy once. Um, it was going really well. We didn't want it to end. So, we decided to stop for ice cream. Uh, we went to Dairy Queen and we went inside. They weren't busy at all. So, the employee at the counter was like, you guys go sit down, uh, enjoy yourselves, and I'll bring the blizzards to your table, which was really sweet. And so the guy and I are sitting there chit-chatting. Um, it's going really well. And the really sweet Dairy Queen employee comes over with two giant blizzards. And you know how when you get a blizzard from Dairy Queen, they have to turn it upside down to show that it won't fall out? Well, he hands the guy I'm with the blizzard, turns upside down, everything's fine. And then the sweet employee goes to hand me my blizzard and turns it upside down in the process. And he didn't realize that he had accidentally had two cups stacked together for my blizzard. Um, oh, no. So he dumped an entire cup full of blizzard all over me, oh, uh, no. went down my shirt, oh, into no. my shirt, and onto my lap. And he was just left holding the, one of the empty cups. 
and he felt really bad and I was absolutely covered in ice cream but thankfully we all had a good laugh about it um yeah so love you guys thank you oh my god blizzard shirt (laughs) first of all I like the idea that you know because she said oh the employee's really nice and said I'll bring them to you which is not a fast food move right fast food moves usually like Evan Order up, and the two blizzards are sitting on the counter. Right. So I wonder if the guy called ahead and said, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you make this kind of special? Can you bring it out to us? Like, Well, they said they decided last minute. I'm more thinking that this employee, God bless their soul, was kind of like the flair bartender oh, the of Dairy Queen. Yeah. And <laughs> flipping the blizzards, yeah. and he's like, this is my thing. Like, you know, I'm thriving doing this, and I crush a blizzard. I make the best blizzard in the tri-state area. I the tri-state area. <laughs> area <laughs> you should see the way i handle these things and then this is maybe their first mistake ever and it happened to be all over our dear listener's shirt when here's another problem is once you're coated in something date's over you're so sticky and you're, uncomfortable like, you know what i'm saying like if you fell into a pond or something you know whatever it is and it's like oh like now you're wet there really is no like there's no coming back because now your whole body is like screaming like i need a shower i need to get i need to get warm whatever it is and wet is one thing because it does dry blizzard shirt dude blizzard (laughs) shirt you are sticky and covered in ice cream and she's just sitting there because then what because then what probably had to happen was that she had to decide do i want him to make another yes do i then continue eating a fresh blizzard and now I have to sit in ice cream for four or five minutes while he makes another, then continue sitting in it while I eat it alone because the other guy probably ate it while she was waiting for it so it doesn't melt. So I way too much time date, spent. I, I would hope that her date was like, let's split my blizzard. Yeah, that's the move. If that's not, the move. if the date wouldn't have suggested that, I would have just been like, so am I supposed to suck this out of my shirt or no? Yes. And she's just like, straw into your pants? <laughs> like, am I supposed to eat these Reese's chips out of my bra? Oh, that's oh. so brutal. It's such an unnecessary trick, too, to be like, Look how creamy the blizzard is. It doesn't move. I love that, though. Why is I that love when they do thick? that. You do? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, it's thick. It's thick. It's thick. Look how thick it is. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. That's so just... It's a devastator. It's the stickiness. I'm I'm also very sensitive to stickiness. Yeah, you really I can't are. do the sticky. If something's sticky oh, no. on me, it's all I can think about. Yeah, Evan fixates. Yes. And it was going so well, right? I know. They said they were having a great time. Yeah. But it made me think, like... Maybe a good strategy to get out. Like, oops, spilled my blizzard on myself. Oh, I gotta, like, I gotta get back home. Man. God damn, like, I, shower. God damn I wish I would have had a blizzard in that car drive. <laughs> like, could you pull over to the Dairy Queen over there and just be like, dump a shake on myself? I'm like, whoopsie. I guess he probably would have been like, nice. Yeah, it's kind creepy. Of that off your body. <laughs> you know what goes well with that is a cigar. <laughs> well. You know what? So so then, but she said that then they had a good laugh about it, and it was yeah. like a fun, cute. That's a cute memory if you have together too. Like first date, it's funny. Anyone listening, know that if someone shows up to your date with a blizzard, that's then when they're trying to get out, or they have it just in case. So yeah. like, yeah, I brought a, brought a blizzard, thought it'd be tasty, and yeah. then know that they might spill it on themselves in order to get out. Yeah, I mean, really, you can do it with any sort of beverage. I love that, Lee. The accidental spill is a great way to be like, well, now I have to leave. 
It's very good. So, you guys, if you're in a bad date... Tip technique. Accidentally spill that drink all over yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an aggressive move, <laughs> but it's another version of the my friend is calling and they need my help. You know what I mean? It's another one exactly. of those. Exactly. It's a new one. I love Surprise that. Surprise him. All right. Next. Oh, next. Hi, mom and dad. I have a fun date story. My husband's in my very first date. I shouldn't have gone. I wasn't feeling very well. Oh, no. Didn't eat very much the whole time. And we had a nice time. But on the way home, uh, we had a two-hour drive. Oh, was we this your date? stopped so he could just go to the bathroom on the side of the road and... I thought, well, I'll go too. And his part great Dane dog came outside with me. And as I was peeing, I let the largest, loudest <laughs> gas out that I think I've ever had. It went on and on and on. <laughs> and the dog jumped and ran away. By the time I got back in the car, I looked at him, and he was looking straight ahead, looking like he was trying to hold in laughter. And I said, you heard, didn't you? And then he just looked at me, burst out laughing. And then the rest of the way home, ice was already broken, so I just toot it the rest of the way. Oh. Now, we've been married almost 25 years. Oh, oh the fart fell in love. <laughs> My favorite detail is the dogs got scared. Like the dog jumped and ran away from your fart because it was so aggressive. And I love that she said, and it went on and on and on. And on. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then he got in the car. And then my favorite thing about you oh. is that you kept farting all day. That, I mean, she you goes, know what you that know, is? That's just a so I just farted the whole way you home. You know what? That, that is, is called, legendary. That's also just true love. You know that that person you are vibing. You know what another oh example of that true love gosh. is? Is that you were on a two hour car drive and it was great. Yes. And that is, that just goes to show you if I would have been on a date with somebody who I had like a huge crush on, yes. I guess, and we had been driving for two hours, I'd have been like, yes, more time with this person. Yes. They want to spend time with me. You know, it would have been great but oh my god the dog the dog jumps oh my god the dog being scared is so picturesque like you can just see the dog being like oh like jeez she's ripping it up out there (laughs) to rip a fart so loud that you can hear it into the car is epic it really is um well it went on and on and on on and on (laughs) goes on and on and on and on Oh my god! I'm trying. I don't think I have any. I don't know if I have any date stories where. I mean, I'm just truly constipated, so that's probably Maybe what that's my problem. What, yeah. Is, yeah. You know, you said you've been married for 25 years, so that means that you are older than us, mm-hmm. and you're more probably towards the like my, our parents' age. Now, my mother can also put it down. <laughs> I wonder if there's something about that generation and farts. You know, that my dad can put it down. You know what I mean? I think there's a generational fart thing going on there because I, I'm I'm interested by this because my my like parents the could, length and power. Yeah, up. my parents could absolutely rip a house apart. So I wonder, uh, Lee, do your, your parents can they rip? Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, not my mom. I've never heard my mom rip. Okay, which is crazy. I guess. Yeah, I your parents never really. We just. I yeah, think, your parents I are not think, the type of. But I think we're all just kind of constipated. I think we really yeah. hold our stress in our gut. Yeah. So maybe you know maybe your generation is just very very good at farting because but that is so great because it's like if you survive a brutal first date fart 
it's really open ended from there. It's kind of like everything's fine from there. If you all are able to laugh about it and you're both enjoying it, you're like, oh, this is going to work for a while. Like, also, we can really yes, do anything you together. Can do, you can conquer the world together. Yeah. I'm also very envious of her ability to keep farting the whole time <laughs> because that is true, just like acceptance. It's yeah. confidence. You know, it's that's true. confidence. That's saying, I am not going to allow no. this embarrassing moment. I'm not going to allow me to feel humiliated by just a natural body m- yeah. m- you know, movement. That is, that is confidence. That is acceptance. I My love it. personal opinion is if I would have done that, I don't know if I could have ever recovered and I would have absolutely probably never called them again and never talked to them on the way home oh, because, you, because of my personal shame. Like yeah. I'm not as confident as you and look what I would have missed out on 25 year marriage. It's beautiful. Congrats to both of you. We love it. Wow. We love it. Epic. And that dog. I want to know what that dog's been thinking for 20, you know, for his whole He's life. He's like, oh, this lady. He's like, oh, the farter. Yeah, she's moving in. <laughs> but the idea that he's scared, like he heard a loud noise and ran off. That is too funny. That's so funny. Gosh, oh, what bless a great you. story. Thank you for sharing. Can we turn the air on and yes. then dive into the mm-hmm. next one? Okay, family, we have to take a quick pause, a quick pause. Um, So like I have shared before, my dad and stepmom recently got the cutest kitty ever named Winston. He is the cutest baby. But what's not necessarily the cutest is the litter box and the mess it can make and the smell it can bring. My dad used to scrub and dust and vacuum their house, but could not get rid of the litter smell until he started using Pretty Litter. They've been using Pretty Litter for their cats over the past few years. They're obsessed. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra absorbent. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six pound bag works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter. I know my dad has talked so much about the low dust factor too and how he's not finding dusty little kitty footprints all over their house. Mm. Mm -hmm. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You never run out. You don't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space. And even better, you don't have to lug those huge tubs from a store to your car and into your house. And on top of it all, to bring so much peace of mind to all of the cat parents, Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and more. Pretty Litter has helped eliminate that cat box stink in my dad's house. It can do the same for you. Make the switch today. Go to prettylitter.com slash momdad and use code momdad to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash momdad, code momdad to save 20 20% on your first order. PrettyLitter.com slash MomDad. Code MomDad. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So personally, I like when I can make things as simple as possible in this busy world. And that means avoiding a long line at the post office. So I do that with Stamps.com. Stamps.com has been essential in our home for honestly almost a decade at this point we've been using stamps.com for forever if you mail or ship often let stamps.com do the hard part for you simply print postage and shipping labels right from your home or office it's ready to go in minutes no long lines or complicated setup required personally stamps.com has been my savior over the years when it comes to making returns i actually do the returns because stamps.com just makes it simple yeah and here's the thing postage rates just increased again luckily stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry 
They have amazing partnerships with USPS and UPS for unbeatable rates up to 84% off. Plus, Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and printer. They even send you a free scale, so you'll have everything you need to get started. Uh, If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard, which I love. Again, just makes it so simple. And if you sell products online, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shop. Card. Avoid the hassle and get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code MOMDAD for a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MOMDAD. All right, let's keep going. All right. Okay, so I went on a date roughly six or seven years ago with a really nice guy. We had mutual friends. Um, I figured like, even if we don't vibe romantically, he's super cool. Like he seems like a nice guy. Um, he's a really cool job. So this will be fun. And I was kind of getting irritated leading up to the date because he kept pushing back the time we were going to meet. And I had let him know that like, I at that point managed a coffee shop and I was up every day at four 30. So I was like, Hey, my dude, like I really meeting past eight, really not going to work for me. Like I, I really need my sleep, um, to be not the worst person in the world in the morning. And So we get to this date, it's going okay, we're having like a fine conversation, like it's pretty clear that there's not a romantic vibe there, at least on my side, but like it was fun, we were having a good time, like he got the first round of beers and we're sitting here chatting, and then this woman comes up and sits next to us, she pulls up a chair and like joins us, and I was like, okay, what's happening? And this woman, imagine the drunkest person you've ever seen who's still moving, and that's this woman times five, like she's so wasted. And she's like Irish in her fifties on a date. Aria, how on the hell is it? And he's like, "Oh yeah, no, it's a first date. We're having a really good time. Like, you know, blah blah blah." And he keeps entertaining this, and she is like, "She is." I'm amazed she can hold her head up, kind of, kind of drunk. Um, but so you know, he's chatting away with her, and I was just like nursing my beer, just like, "Please, please, please, make her go away." Oh my god. Um, whatever. And so after, you know, roughly 10 minutes of them chatting, she gets up and leaves. We get back to our conversation. I get the second round of beers and we're sitting here like halfway through our second beer. Um, I see him like, you know, when someone's looking at someone behind you. So I see him kind of look up and behind me and I just see his eyes get really wide and his face kind of goes like, like that shock face. And then he puts his hand up like he's going to shout stop. And then I feel it. And the drunk Irish woman has come back <gasps> and she has vomited on no. my head oh. and my back. Oh, and, um, oh God. It's what feels like 17 beers oh. and probably poutine oh. and God knows what else. But it is it's it's warm and it's wet and it's chunky and awful. And it's all over me all over my hair, all over my body, all over my clothes, all uh, over everything, my bag. And immediately the server who'd been like walking around grabs her and like once realizes that she's still like conscious, like right, throws her outside. The bartender like jumps into action. He's got a rag. He's trying to help me. My date is like jumps up out of his chair and spends the next 10 minutes standing there staring at this while the bar staff are helping me out. The poor bartender runs to the back, gets me a t-shirt out of his gym bag to put (gasps) on. Like, in what world is a sweaty gym shirt better? But that's what it is. And this guy, after that, 
leaves on his bike by himself and texted me the next day asking if I wanted to go out again and saying what a fun time he had. <laughs> so anyway, I enjoyed that date more than I did because I'm still traumatized. So apparently uh, the blizzard dumping wasn't so bad. <laughs> the blizzard shirt. You know what's interesting is she was that coming is... back to be like, let me tell you about my story, how I met my first husband. Like she was coming back to talk again. And on the way. That is so traumatizing. That is, I feel it on my body and I feel ill thinking about it. That is. And the smell was probably. Oh, oh my God. Stop. Stop. And the fact that like then this guy is just standing there staring at you and the all like every like all the sweet bar staff are like helping out. But like that man should have been ripping his shirt off and giving it to you immediately. And he's just standing there watching and it's like, hey, great date want to do it again like no not mention like, of like yeah, i'm so like, sorry that happened hey so sorry that you absolutely were obliterated by this woman and that you're probably traumatized for life by that feeling oh and in front of everybody too like so embarrassing just, oh my god because that woman clearly was because that's that's the issue with the timeline is that she throws up on you gets taken out of the bar but now you're left as the entertainment for the entire bar to watch. Exactly. And, and people have cleared the area, right? Because there's vomit everywhere. So then all the surrounding tables have moved away because <laughs> now they're disgusted. So now you're like spotlight. So you're by yourself in the center of the room being like picked apart, pulling chunks out yeah, of your hair. And dude is like standing off to the side watching. Being like, that's gross, dude. Oh my If that would have happened God. to me, I would have fully disrobed. And just, just been gotten- like, I would have been like, take me in the back and hose me down. <laughs> I can't sit in this. No, the clothes are thrown out, man. The clothes are out. <laughs> oh, that or, is... Or I would have done one of these, where I just would have been like, let's say she throws up, I'd go like this. <laughs> and I'd pretend that I, like, passed out, and then I would have hit the... I would have hit the floor, and then just pretended that I was unconscious, so that they had to call 911 and, like, haul me away. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that I don't have to sit there, and it's okay, and then I'm, like, talking, and I'm trying to cool everyone up. Thank you so much, and it just smells, and it's gross. And oh, it. my and God. And then they're like, oh, that'll be twenty seven ninety five for the four beers you gotta pay. And then you're sitting there, like, checking out. They're like, you wanna cash out now? And I like, thought that this whole thing, I was like, oh, I feel you with, like, when a very intoxicated person comes up and will not stop talking and my people-pleasing ass is kind of like, yes, it's so nice to hear this. I've heard this now story that's been going on for about 20 minutes now and I was in the middle of a conversation and now you fully interrupted it and I thought that was going to be the the breaking point and just the interruption, not a full vomit sesh. On your back, too, while you're sitting down. Oh, my God. That's a devastator. There's no way to recover from that because it's like, even if the date was going really good, it's like, it's really hard to like, again, it's like your shame to carry now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it shouldn't be. No, no, no. But I'm, like, saying, I'm saying that's the problem like, is that yeah. like the person vomited on you, but they're so drunk. They're not accepting the shame that like, oh, it was my fault. They're gone and drunk in an Uber going home. You're now have to sit and vomit while the entire restaurant stares at you. Now your memory of the date is you being embarrassed, you being mortified by the fact that you're alone. But like, it could have been okay if then her date would have like, been like, oh my rescue. God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And then he carried it, right? Where he was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I put you in this situation. I'm so sorry, Take I took my you jacket. here. Like, I'm giving you everything. We're getting you out so quickly. Like, I'm dry- I'm taking you home and I'm going to help... Like, what can I do? I mean, that could have been... That would happen to you. I would have stuck you outside and just hosed you down. <laughs> and be like, by the way, you're not getting in my car like that. 
I'll, buy, I'll call you like a transportation car or something, you know. You know what's funny is I know that one of my mom and dad's very first dates, my mom threw up in his car and he had just gotten a brand new car and she started to feel sick and she puked in like, um, you know, where you can keep things on the side. <laughs> Like of the side, oh, like where the door is, no. she puked like into that, and my dad like pulled off the side of the road and like helped clean her up and like clean down the car, and and it was his brand new car, and it was like big purchase for oh, him. I, I would have re- sold the car. car and he, sold. And he, he's like, I couldn't ever fully like quite get it figured out, and you know what? There's a car you know, fax you, like, you got to put on there that says. Someone and they kept dating, in here. and they got married. Yeah, that's true. But he immediately pulled off to the side. I think, but maybe, they're not together anymore. Maybe he always held it against. You know what I mean? <laughs> It didn't last. <laughs> yeah, see, you can say they got married, but you know it didn't last. But, but twenty so twenty years later, <laughs> my thing too is the vomiting. Unless you're blackout drunk like this person was, the vomiting to me, I always feel like I have a good fifteen twenty seconds before it happens. No, I always go, uh oh, right. That's always enough to roll a window down and puke out the side. Okay. I never understand people that vomit like right where they are. Okay. First of all, sometimes it will hit me out of the clouds. Second. Listen, compassionless man, right? No, now. no, I'm saying I'm, well, I never understood the like vomit on myself. No, but think you have to think about this when you're in a public situation or on a date. You're trying. You're like, oh, I don't feel good. You're holding it down. You're holding it down. You're holding it down, and you're also m- a little more self aware. Yeah. So then, all of a sudden, when you are like, oh, it's coming up. There's not that time to be like, well, how do you roll this window down? How do you? I mean, like, it, it's sure. th- there's so many factors, and, and it's too like when you're in a public space. Like, let's just say you're at like a hockey game, and you're just sitting there. You're just kind of like, oh god, I'm not feeling so yeah. good. And you turn, and like, you know, how far is the bathroom away? So you're gonna be puking everywhere. <laughs> and vomit, I have no control over vomit throwing is up. like hot lava. Okay, no, no, I can't no, 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 keep talking about that. No, 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 no you're missing. No. You're missing my point. No. No, no. <laughs> I'm not saying, no. I'm not describing the vomit. Okay. Well, no, no, hear me out, hear me out. I'm not saying, I'm saying the way everyone else reacts around you. Yes, it's because horrific. Because if someone goes, oh no. If you hear the words, oh no, everyone's like, ah! And like you see everyone running for their life. Like, Have you, by the way, seen that TikTok trend? Or that reels trend where uh, it's not it's not throwing up, but you have like one. A lot of people do it to their partner, and all of a sudden you just walk by your partner, or you're walking next to them, and go, "Oh God, oh God!" and yes. act like there's like a spider see or see something or freak out, and then the partners always lose yes. it. It is like <laughs> like there's an yeah, like animal the, in the house, or yeah, something. or just like a spider web or something. It's like that. But everyone you hear, "Oh no!" and everyone's like, "Oh God!" Now you know what's the worst place to vomit ever. Is an airplane? Uh, yeah, <laughs> because it, because first of all, it, either if someone's vomiting next to you, that's full panic. Like if you're the window seat and the middle person goes, "Oh no," you're there's nowhere to go, right? And second of all, if they're so sick, are they going to think clearly enough to grab the bag? Or because if you vomit on the plane, it's like no, it's, it's next game level. over, and you have hours left, and you got that tiny little bathroom. Oh, oh no. Absolutely horrific. Absolutely horrific. Well, I am so sorry. That is that is insane. To get vomited on is one of my biggest fears. Yes, yes. One time I was at like a bar and someone vomited near me and it like hit the floor and splashed on my shoe. I couldn't think straight for the rest of the night. Like it was done. It was over for me. I had to leave. So let alone getting vomited on your back. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was thrown up on my back when I was in second grade. I was in chapel and the kid behind me threw up and it went all down my back and his name was Austin and 
it was the most upsetting experience so I, f- I feel deeply for this person because then everyone's looking at you like you said everyone's freaking out <laughs> yeah. I mean I immediately like I went straight into the office and they were like we have extra clothes and I'm like no you're calling my mom now and I'm yeah. going home I'm not going back into the classroom oh after my. this situation like I am taking a million burning scalding hot baths maybe that's when I, my whole bath thing I was like cleanse myself yeah you're like, like you off, still think it's off. on you 20 yeah. years later it might be it might be <laughs> oh that's awful it's truly awful it's so upsetting all right oh, okay let's go to the next see what's one next cleanse the palate a little bit hi mom and dad um i have this embarrassing date story to share with you also i have a bit of a cold so my voice sounds crazy sorry um so i went on a date with a guy who i really liked and was really attracted to and things went really well and uh we went back to his place because we were both feeling kind of spicy and Mm -hmm. wanted to maybe make out a bit or something like that and um it turned out he was not interested in making out with me and actually just brought every conversation back to like tickling me (laughs) so he had like some kind of tickling fetish and um brought out all kinds of tickling like tools and it was pretty weird but i was you know like down to try because i kind of liked him um so he started tickling me and I kind of tried to keep making out with him, but he kept redirecting it to tickling. And <laughs> he was ended up like masturbating with the back of my hand while he tickled me. It was not great. Um, <laughs> That's difficult. That sounds difficult. And then, um, as I was leaving his house, I got in my car in his driveway, and I felt so awkward and weird. That I accidentally backed my car into his car, oh. which oh. was pretty embarrassing. So I smashed into his car with my car, and he just took me the whole time. All right. Pretty weird. Bye. <laughs> By the pretty, way. Because pretty weird. You know, like the way she ended it. You sound so chill. I know. You sound so chill. Like, like pretty weird. Clear. Like, what do you do? Like, like, let me make something clear. Like, the fact that you called in, I'm like, I'm like telling my stories and they're taking so long and it's like not even, like not even close to this. And you're just like, yeah, this happened pretty, pretty weird. weird. It's another day. <laughs> okay. 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 So, listen, we love a fetish, right? Yeah. Great. Great. This individual has a tickling fetish. <laughs> My biggest issue in this conversation, and I know that she said they started to talk before and he kept bringing it back to tickling. My issue is, though, she's trying to make out with you and you will stop making out to try to tickle somebody. Yeah, that's arresting. And you know I want to I mean? know. Is... And I want to know, like, is was the conversation when you guys were when you were trying to make out and then he kept talking about tickling? Was he saying like, hey, just so you know. I, I, I'm kind of into this thing. Like I yes. get turned on by tickling because if he didn't, fetish is great, but you got to get you know like a consensual like surprise you, tickling is not ideal. It is not ideal. You need to get permission from somebody and let them know. Just hey, FYI, tickling is really what gets me off. So every time you try to kiss me, I'm going to reject your kisses and just try to tickle you. I'm also trying to figure out how you make out and tickle at the same time. Like. If, if I tickle you, there's no way we can even, like, keep our mouths together. Because you're just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you're literally, like, your whole body's convulsing Maybe that's why tickled. they couldn't keep making out. Because my favorite, like- too, is that she goes, 
every time I tried to make out, he just kept redirecting the conversation towards tickling. Like he was just trying to drop hints. Like, how do you casually bring up tickling? You know what I mean? Like, if you're just like, hey, what's up? Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're hot. You know what's crazy is tickling is just so hilarious. And you're like, what? <laughs> Uh, never mind. You, oh my gosh, nothing's funnier than like when you're getting tickled, and like that's just hilarious. And you're like, "What is happening? Like, what is the?" T-? And then he just starts doing it, and you're like, trying. Like that is a. I gotta say, you're a really good sport for saying I'm going to try to make this a fun experience while still getting tickled. Like again, I don't know how it works, but if someone tickles me, my body is my body like. If someone were to tickle me, I'd be like, I'm afraid I'm going to kick you in the head. Oh, I was going to say, if if I could not, I couldn't do a tickling fetish just because I hate being tickled so much. Like, nothing. I get, like, angry well, no, when, you're tick- when someone tries to tickle me. I'm like, stop immediately. So if I'm, like, getting all hot and randy and mm-hmm. I'm trying to kiss you and then you're tickling me, I'm, like, mad now. I'm fascinated by, maybe it's more, like, gentle, but, like, you do a hard tickle, I am throwing limbs <laughs> also the backing into his car is epic <laughs> after that whole crazy experience to hit the car so not only oh, did you have to terrible to get the car repaired okay also you have to knock back on the door after that being kind of like i'm glad i got out of there i don't that wasn't really enjoyable for me and then you got to go hey sorry i hit your car i wonder if he's like two more tickles and then <laughs> you won't have to pay for it and you're like, dude, you're like I'd dealing. Like, he like one. He's like, I feel like I'm not. Like, I feel like I'm not paying for your car. Like you just got to have your tickle fetish fantasy. Like you'll you'll be paying for the vehicle, sir. Wow. I'm also just like when she was describing that sh- how she was getting off whilst he just tickled Impressive. her. I mean, that is like some control because I'm like, I cannot cannot concentrate while getting tickled. Im- impressive. Oh my god. You're gosh. chill and very impressive. <laughs> How you can do that while getting tickled is truly incredible. Truly incredible. Gosh, that's epic. I've never heard of that. That's amazing. <laughs> These stories are so much better than mine. Mine was just like I had this awkward. It, day. I went on a long drive once. Yeah, and they're you like, like I got puked day. on, and you're like, okay. <laughs> These are way better than mine. <laughs> All right, this is amazing. Next, next. Good morning, Mom and Dad. This is your daughter, Charlotte, calling from Bristol in the UK. So my date story. um, This happened when I was at a Christian university, and it was a Valentine's Day, like, dorm thing where everyone in the dorm set up blind dates for each other. So my blind date was with a guy from the football team, and our date was to go to this like seaside town and have to do all these challenges one of which included doing the titanic pose where uh, off this pier where i would like hold out my hands like i'm flying and then he would hold my waist and get a stranger to take a photograph of it um and that might have been fine if the date was going well and we could kind of laugh about it but it it just wasn't really happening you know so we go to eat somewhere and then as we're coming out I'm like looking at him and talking and I turn around and literally smack fully into a telephone pole like fully my head hurt I had a big red mark on my forehead and every time I saw him around campus after that he'd be like whoa Look where you're going. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> coming up. 
how's how's your head? <laughs> and I was just like, Any honestly. telephone poles coming and up. And the end of that story is, a year later, I came into my dorm room, and I found him in bed with my roommate. Oh. So, yeah, that's that's my story. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'd be like, well, I see a telephone pole right now that I have no interest in hitting, honey. Oh. Walk in. Oh, my God. What a dick to just be like, like, you were. <laughs> such like, a college guy that thing. That is, like, like such whoa. a fratty, like, gross. Like, she, she, like, embarrassed, got embarrassed and hurt herself. And then f- forever and eternity is just like, whoa, watch out if there's any telephone poles. I'd be like, shut up, dude. My favorite thing about this story is what she didn't say which we know what happened was it when she hit the telephone pole it went dong <laughs> so to add insult to injury injury to injury and also insult is to like then have it be like going dong off. and it's like shaking and everyone's looking and you're sitting there like concussed oh. like on a date you don't want to be on so that it's the same thing as like hitting the car it's like you end up paying the price also, for a bad experience. just like there's nothing, it's similar to the, and I know it's all like our own, like, you know, we have these internalized shame, which we shouldn't be embarrassed by these things, but like, oh, it's, humiliating. But, like it's like, it's like the getting thrown up on. It's the same thing where it's like, there's <laughs> nothing worse than when you're with someone that you don't know very well and you like really eat it or hit something really hard and then you're trying to act like it's not devastatingly painful you're like I'm good I'm good I'm good there's like blood dripping into your eyes you're like I'm fine I'm fine it's not a big deal at all it's just like it's so embarrassing and and it's also really embarrassing for everyone else around you because then they're trying not to like make a thing of it like I get embarrassed like so hitting something like that it immediately draws attention to you you're in pain it's embarrassing and then everyone around you is embarrassed because they're like I don't know how to act like just the other day, Ashley. Like I felt this in a way that was so funny. At well, our dog Ashley, that we had a, we were we were at a place that had a screen door, and I <laughs> and I and I closed the screen door, <laughs> and I and I saw it to myself and I said, I wonder if she sees that. And then she went running and just hit the screen door. <laughs> and it, luckily, it's a screen door, so it doesn't like there's no, no impact. No, it doesn't hurt. But she kind of was like she hit it and then she was confused, and I felt embarrassed. For her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally was like, yikes! Like that was embarrassing. You're like, okay, I'm not gonna look at her. I'm like, not gonna make her feel yeah, worse. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, it's okay. Like ooh, that, was, that was humiliating. Like I literally felt embarrassed for her. Like someone hitting you when they hit like glass doors I and they're like dong, and the whole party turns around and they're all looking like yikes. Like I don't know. Hitting he- something is one of the most just like humiliating things because you're also in pain. Anytime you're in pain and oh, embarrassed, yeah. brutal combo. I don't know if you remember this because at the time we were young and you were not interested in me. We were like you know fifth. Sorry. Six- we were like we were like fifth sixth grade you know Mm. and my parents had a really big this is like right when we were getting to know each other a little better but it was more like our families were friends and we had a really big party at my house Mm -hmm. and like all these people from like the church that we were at were over it was a whole big thing and i remember feeling super like butterfly because i'm like oh evan's gonna be there and i have a crush on him like from afar kind of i think he's so cute and i some of the kids came with the parents and you were one of them and I'm showing you all around the backyard. I'm like, here's the pool, here's the barbecue, da 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 And I, as I'm showing you and a couple other people our age, the pool, I stepped backwards and I fell into the pool with all of my clothes on. In front Worst of the in, in front of the entire party. And again, like fifth, sixth grade in Which front of Evan. Which is the most Evan, insecure pl- 
like age you could ever be in it's front like of Evan, grade. my crush, and I was just so. And then all these other people, and then all the adults turn around, and I'm in the pool, just drenched in my clothes. <sighs> and then it's at my house, so I can't leave. So I have to go up, change, and come back to everyone being like, "Whoa, pool girl!" Hey, and you're just like, "Oh, don't stitch. And I'm just like, "Please Luckily stop bringing it up." Swim. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, but I love the idea, and I'm very happy <laughs> that I can, you know, have that. But I, I think. You probably I also love the idea. You didn't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I've never forgotten. Oh my gosh! I and think the of it pool often. Is brutal too, because then you get out and now you're wet. So now oh, you're sitting yeah. there and water's dripping down your eyes. <clears throat> Actually, in some ways, thank God you were home. Then you could change. That's true, but then you have to come down, and it was a packed party. It was one of those, uh, you know, how my parents used to yeah. throw a banger. There were so many people there. <laughs> and as soon as like you come, you come down the stairs, everyone's looking at you. Yeah, a couple of like like the dads and moms like applauded when I came down hey, the stairs. I'm like, can yeah. you not? Like, do you remember being in sixth grade? Like, yeah. can we not cheer for me when I come down? Ugh, humiliating. Oh well, I'm so sorry, and I hope the injury wasn't too bad. <sighs> Should we do one more? Yeah, let's do. <laughs> All right, so I live in Montana, and the saying here is to find a man, the, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. Oh. <laughs> a lot of that rings true. Um, one time I went on a date with this guy that I met. He came through the coffee shop that I worked at, and he took me kayaking, and it was like the date was good. Everything was fine. Just like was not a spark. Um, he kissed me, and I just got like the ick. And, <sighs> I had told him that the next day was Father's Day, and so for Father's Day, I was going to go on a hike with my sister and my dad up this mountain, and, you know, it's not like a little hike, and it's a drive, like, probably 45 minutes from the town that we lived in, and he's like, oh, yeah, that sounds fun, so I'm telling my sister about the date on our drive up there, and we show up to the trailhead, and who's there? the guy that I went on the date with the night before. Oh, no. He introduces himself to my dad. And I'm, like, oh my God. trying to, like, explain to my, like, sister just through looks, like, who this guy is. Like, yeah, not interested. just talked about having, like, a kind of, like, an awkward evening with. And he tried hiking with us like, up the side of this mountain. Oh, no. And I'm kind of trying to lose him. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but, like, total boundary cross to show up on my Father's Day hike, like, after one day, introduce yourself to my dad. So, anyway, we kind of, like, lose him. And every single time that I would make a joke, you could hear his laugh (laughs) from the forest. Like, he (laughs) was, like, switchbacks or whatever, so he could, like, hear our conversation and was laughing or responding. (laughs) So then... We get back to the car and we get back in service and we get into service and my phone starts dinging like all these pictures that he had taken of my sister and my dad and I without us knowing like some of them through the trees. Oh. Anyway, that's dating in Montana. My favorite is the laughing through the through the bushes. I is am glad you are here calling us safe because that is so creepy. Oh my but god! But just to be like you know, and I told him like that ain't happening, and it's like <laughs> echoing through the. That's like the Joker sending photos after oh, showing up on at, showing up at the. 
you know, at the hike. Hi, it's at me. First, at first I was thinking like, oh, he happened to also be there. At first I wasn't putting two and two together. Like, oh, he knew that she was going to be there. And he like joined in on the Father's Day hike. And it was like, hello, sir. I'd like to date your daughter. I'm yeah. going to climb up the side of the hill with you. I'm going to do a full secret photo shoot to uh, give to your family later so that we can put it on our mantle one day when we get married. So I could put it in my room, my deep dungeon room that I have. Oh, my God. Dude, pictures. That is so the next level. The laughing at the joke is unbelievable. <laughs> I would have just been like, Dad. Yeah. You need to immediately tell this guy. Tell this guy go. to kick rocks. Like he has to leave. Like it, the whole the whole scenario is a little spooky. Luckily, you're with your dad. Like yeah. that would have been scary if you would have been like alone, just on a hike just or calling something. Us safe, I'm but glad my you're gosh. safe. Oh my god! That, that saying she said in Montana, they say. The odds to find a man are good, but the... Goods are odd. Goods are odd. So there's a lot of weird dudes in Montana. A lot of weird single guys out there. I never heard of that before. Wow. Well, if Uh, that's just like one of the dating stories that you have, I'm like, oh God, I guess if we ever get divorced, I will not be venturing to Montana to look for a husband. Gosh, on behalf of dudes, man, I'm sorry. (laughs) We're some, there's some weird ones of us out there doing weird shit like that. It's true. All these stories are guys being weird. I know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the hell? Something in the water, man. I don't know. Something in the water. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that because it's brutal, too, because now you can't even enjoy your, like, hike with your dad, knowing he's just, like, lurking around every corner. You're like, it's Father's also listening Day. listening to everything you're saying. So now you can't, oh, like, relax yeah. and just talk to your dad about, like, an issue you have going on at work. Or, like, you or, can't, like, I guess, talk to your dad and be like, hey, there's this guy, that guy, I had a horrible day yeah. with him. He's, like, it was super awkward. So you got to keep the conversation super surface level so that he can't, like, find out anything. Or, like, you can't be listening to your intimate conversations with your family. So you can't be like, yeah, it's been struggle because, you know, mom of this or that or, you know, health issues with this person I know. Whatever. Intimate stuff. You can't bring it up because he'll be listening. Oh, my God. Ugh, wow. Well, God. Well, there's a lot more. <laughs> there are a lot more. Like, we just did like six or seven or something like that. There's like a lot more. So, so we will definitely be like throughout we'll be the weeks just them dipping them in, in on them because they're too fun and these they're are too fantastic. epic. And Thank you all so much for being willing to send these in. I, you know what? I genuinely feel now, like I said earlier, I love nothing more than like an awkward or uncomfortable, embarrassing date story. Yes. And now I feel like, you know, because we are all family that now I can just share these incredible stories with other people in my life and be like, I have a friend. <laughs> yes. I will, you guys are all my friends now that I can bring up at a party and be like, one of my good friends, listen to this story. She backed into his car after he tickled her. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she backed into his car. She was being tickled. Unbelievable. You wow. all are incredible. We love you Thank guys. you so much. Um, have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, have a great weekend. And tune in on Wednesday for Charity's Hometown oh, recap episode. We're going home, baby. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Love you guys. Love you all. If you have any uh, dates this weekend, God bless. Good luck. Yeah, and, if you have uh, any crazy dates, send it this way. We'd love yeah, to hear about <laughs> it. Let us know. The phone lines are open. <laughs> Bye. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.